Welcome back. My name is Kit. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things Kit Laser. There you go. Thank you. We're covering Mission Impossible yet again. This time it's number five is Alive Rogue Nation. Oh, I still got the hand thing. (laughs) That's from, well, you guys know if you watched the other episode. Uh, (laughs) It's from 2015, this time directed by Chris McQuarrie, the fifth director in the Mission Impossible franchise. And I've got two words that make this movie the best so far. Plot twist for my ranking. Okay. Plot twist. uh, Spoiler. What are these two words? Rebecca Ferguson. Goddamn. I love Rebecca Ferguson. And by the way, this, the silo show, the finale dropped. It's fucking incredible all the way through. Steve, you're going to love it. Please go watch that on Apple TV plus plus. Thank you. Uh, I love this movie so much. I could watch this a million times. I cannot wait to watch fallout cause I haven't seen it in a long time. I think oh, I've only same. seen that movie like twice. Same. I'm so um, excited for fallout, but I fucking love this movie. I really do. Uh, this is an awesome movie. Yeah. Like I think, all the Mission Possibles, most of the Mission Possibles are really, really great. Yes. You know, I think f- like one's, people like one, three's good, uh, th- or three's really good, Ghost Protocol is really good. I think this is the one that fucking nails it. I agree. Five out of five, everything's working, the gears are pumping, the machine's on. It's, this is, this is when you're like, they did it. They, those sons of bitches, they did it. They perfected the, the formula. Well, that's why Tom Cruise was like, Chris McHugh, you're my dude. I'm not letting you go. Soulmates. Soulmates. Yeah. They're, they're holding hands when they're not Just the two of us. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> and I haven't been plugging things all week, uh, but you can email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. And if you are listening to this on Google Play, Stitcher, uh, 75% of you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts. If it's in any way possible to start listening to this on Spotify. That would help us out. We've started being hosted by Spotify, and uh, we've got some things cooking over there that specifically Spotify subscriptions help us. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't cost you anything to switch to Spotify. Um, if that's easy for you, you could do that. That'd be great. If it's hard, don't worry about it. Just yeah, keep listening to the show any way you not can. Not a big deal. Not yeah. a big deal. The, the incentive is if you go into Spotify and listen to us there, you can also watch us there because Spotify does podcast video as well. That's true. So if you don't want to go onto YouTube, just go on to Spotify and listen to us there. You can watch us. You can see the dick that's in Steve's hand. It's right here. <laughs> it's, it's a drawing. It's a drawing. Just to be clear to audio listeners. It's Chris's. I'm shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we also are going to continue our coverage of Lost Season 1. If you're digging that, that's great. Steve and Phil are going to continue their coverage of Strange New Worlds Season 2. Uh, and we're we're doing Crossing Streams as often as we can. We've got to double up to make room for other things sometimes. And, and we drop the, the Crossing yeah. Streams segment. Yeah, this but week I, and next week, there are no Crossing Streams. I did watch all of Part 1 of The Witcher Season 3. Oh, wow. Uh, I've watched a bunch of stuff. So some stuff to talk about. It's pretty good. It's better than 2. I'm, I'm excited for the finale of Henry Cavill's foray as Geralt because Liam Hensworth is going to be taking over for season four. Um, if you didn't know that. I did know that. It's kind of a bummer. It is. But at the same time, it's like, no, I'm with you. I'm bummed. But it's like, eh, nobody thought Heath Ledger would be a good Joker. Like it happens over and over and over. So mm-hmm. I'm still I'm going to watch. I'll see what happens. You know? Sure. You never Give know. Give the benefit of the doubt. Give yes. a chance. Yes, Absolutely. But we're talking about Rogue Nation, baby. And at the end of this, mm-hmm. as every time, we'll give our official streaming things ranking. We have to agree on what the ranking of the Mission Impossible movies is. I'm really excited to see uh, where Fallout lands and then where Dead Reckoning lands. And we have an official streaming things ranking. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, but let's 
Steve, what are your overall thoughts? Anything we haven't touched on? Do you have any overall thoughts on Rogue Nation? Obviously, I spilled the the beans right out of the bag. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> uh, I also really, really love this movie. Uh, I, I, I apparently my my kink in Mission Possible is if they have great villains, and Sean Harris and Solomon oh, Lane man, is so such good. a very very great. Ethan he's, he's Hunt. A, Ethan Hunt. <laughs> I'm going to make an anti IMF. Like oh, that that guy's voice is like as if he he like is gurgling asphalt and sea urchins at the same time. <laughs> Just a delicacy. I, I don't know what he's doing, but oh, it a sounds name. great. Asphalt and sea urchins. <laughs> there we go. Uh, it's it's really really great. There's some incredible stunts as always. I love the inclusion of Alec Baldwin as the great. as the CIA guy, and I love the idea that they sort of transitioned Brant from the 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 secret Tom Cruise Ethan Hunt parallel to now he's sort of like some, he's the suit he's friend. The, he's the suit that kind of is running the IMF in lieu of not having a secretary. Because yeah. I get the idea that they have not yet installed a new secretary from Tom Wilkinson's passing away in the last movie. They haven't replaced Falcone. Yeah, they haven't replaced Falcone yet. So at this point, they're like, hey, we need some oversight on the IMF. And he's like, I can't tell you anything unless the secretary confirm, tells me to. Deny. It's like, well, there is no secretary. And he's like, sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I'm Brandt. And Ving Rhames is back. He's part of the team. Yes. God, I love him. It's just a really... It's great. And then, like you said, the, the inclusion of Rebecca Ferguson as uh, Ilsa Faust is... Chef's kiss. Her name being Faust is a little on the nose. If you're a fan of literature, mm-hmm. uh, I love it. I love that shit. I, I eat that shit up. Yeah. Give me Easter eggs. Give them to me, baby. <laughs> Let's dive right in. We got shit to do. We don't have time. God, this movie had me. I was. I watched this from midnight to like two thirty. Uh, not never. Never was I tired. I tell you that. Never. 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 <laughs> ever. I get. It. This is like a. Mild- I was tired when I started it. This movie moves at a clip. It it's does. fast paced. It's wild. Yeah. So Brant and Benji are out on a mission. Uh, Luther's chiming in from Malaysia. They're trying to get a package off of a cargo plane, and it's very stressful. Hey, got to get the package off the plane. And Brant is doing the same thing that he was doing in four, where it's like it's his characterization that he has this nerve wracking, unhelpful narration of missions. The package is still on the plane. Like we, we fucking know my guy. The engines are heating up. Package is on the plane. We fucking know my guy, but Brant can't authorize the hacking of a Russian satellite. And Luther's like, that's why we didn't tell you. Uh, and he says, we're under investigation for misconduct as it is. And he's like, well, don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what daddy doesn't know won't hurt him. So the introduction of Ethan hunt in this movie is like, it's so like, they know that they, they revere the character of Ethan Hunt at this point. And I actually appreciate that. Because when he yeah, shows up, like, he's where's like, where's Ethan? Where's Ethan? I'm on the plane. How'd you get in the plane? I'm on the plane. You know, <laughs> he just runs up <laughs> and jumps on, on the plane. He's running on top of it, yeah. This, st- this stunt kicks so much ass. Because, again, yeah. heights is kind of a thing with me. Ever since I jumped out of an airplane, scenes like this really fuck with me. Because it's it's a lot. Um, I can't believe you actually jumped out of an airplane if you're that scared of heights. I mean, I do things... For the clout. (laughs) As you know, by my name being Kit Laser, I commit to the bit. And uh, I'm not going to be punked out of jumping out of a plane if my buddy's like, hey, I bought tickets to jump out of a plane and I would like you to come. Would you do it again? No. (laughs) But I've already I've already done it. Now I I would do it again. I would do it constantly. Well, I had like the main the worst part about it it was I told you about the inner ear problem that I had. Mm, It was like somebody stabbed me in the side of the head with an ice pick and didn't go away for days. Um, So I I think like biologically, I'm not like supposed to do stuff like that Mm, because like normal flights I've adapted to chewing gum and 
being mostly miserable because of the ear thing. So like, I, I just don't think it's uh, like, I got a uh, severe migraine just hiking up the Smoky Mountains. Like I'm just not oh, good. I'm not good with altitude. Uh, but anyway, this stunt kicks so much ass. Open the fucking door, Benji. Uh, and the at, other door. And at this point, I'm like, open the door, Benji. Like it stresses me out because there's a point where he's just kind of like slack jawed, shocked that Ethan's doing this instead of typing. And I'm like, dude, yeah, the plane's taking off. My yeah, guy. so Ethan's literally hanging on the side of the plane. He's at a door. He wants Benji to unlock the door so he can get in the plane before it takes off. Uh, that does not happen. Nope. He literally, it's that awesome shot where the camera's kind of affixed, I assume, to the wing, and you see Tom Cruise hanging on the door. The plane actually takes off, and he like starts like dangling while he's hanging onto the side of the door. And by the way, oh, that was really that was really Tom Cruise mm-hmm. hanging from the plane with almost no aid from CGI and minimal safety measures. Uh, it's a very intense stunt. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking madman, and I love it so much. Yeah, apparently they um, they had a wind a wind resistant custom frame for the camera built mounted to the left wing of the plane, and then they also had these um, weird their their protective lenses on his eyes because they were worried you know because you're flying at high speeds that he would be closing his eyes the whole time. So in order to keep his eyes open, they had these like really small protective lenses so he can keep his eyes open the entire time in the shot. He's a madman though. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's literally just hanging on the side of this giant plane as it's taken off. It's bananas. <laughs> but it, what an iconic shot, though. Like that, the, the, so the Mission Impossible dangling, like wire hanging sequence is like yeah. very iconic. I would say this is the second most iconic shot in the series is just him left justified frame hanging on the side of, a, of, the, of the plane as it takes off. I agree that until Fallout with the jumping out of the plane, the halo jump. Mm, that's um, fair. That this is like, this is what you think of in modern day Mission Impossible, for sure. It's this kind of shit that they're known for, for sure. I mean, this elevated the franchise. I, I love this movie. I didn't know how much I love this movie until rewatching it last night. I'd be, if, if six is as good as I remember and as everybody says, and is better than this, I can't fucking imagine. I know. You know what I mean? I can't wait. I'm fucking hyped. I'm probably going to watch it tonight and then we're not going to be able to talk about it for a week. <laughs> uh, Benji opens the wrong door. He opens like the cargo door. Uh, and then finally, when he opens the right door, Ethan gets like sucked into the plane and almost falls right back out. Yeah. It's terrifying. Uh, and then he sees the package, which is just a bunch of bombs on like a pallet. Yeah. yeah. And then he like loops his arms through the netting of the missiles and pulls the chute, the parachute on the bombs. And, but like the security guard sees him and he's just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> Did you recognize that security guard? No. Is it a lost guy? Cause I'll fucking lose it. No, even better. Uh, the actor is Alec Utgoff who plays Alexi in Stranger is Things. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Cherry slushy himself. Yep. yep. But as soon as he pulls the chute, you don't even get to see him get fully sucked out of the plane. It cuts to uh, the intro and it's done, 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 done. So it's just like this one-off mission that's really fun. Uh, and we cut to Ethan in a record store. You, did you see the title of the record store? No. I love it. The record store is called The Vinyl Offer. Oh, Isn't that good? It should have called it The Vinyl Countdown. The Vinyl. <laughs> oh, shit. Now we owe them a ton of money. Uh, Ethan's in the record store. He says he's looking for something rare, which is a code word. Jazz. Uh, and they have like a jazz talk, which is I fell asleep. And it's then, all about the notes <laughs> they're not playing, baby. <laughs> do, do you know why they called him Shadow Man or whatever? Uh, <laughs> Here's my bird. Which is kind of like a, a reference to Lane. And then she, but she again, he's a legend now. And so she's like, is it really you? 
it can't be all true. All the stuff they say, he just smiles. Like it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, true. And then he, he goes you can into see uh, Solomon Lane in the background, that whole scene too. Really? He's like seated in the corner. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Uh, there's a lot of like, um, Dr. Who TARDIS in this movie. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he goes into the TARDIS and he's like, uh, he gets his mission, which is about the shadow organization, the syndicate. And he's like, normally the, the mission says the mission would normally be to dismantle this organization. Um, however, fuck you. Uh, we are the syndicate, Mr. Hunt. Yeah. Now we know who you are. It's it, time to face your fate. It's like anonymous style. You know, we are Legion. Um, and then, He's trapped in this box that's gassing him, and he has to watch Solomon Lane kill that nice lady. Right in front of him, yeah. And it's like, again, there's an issue, I think, with the plot. I'm like, why not just kill Ethan? You had him. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. This movie's great. Fuck you. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Fuck you, brain. I do love that 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 flip they do where he's not getting his next mission mission it's literally the villains being like we're coming after you buddy. yeah this movie tells you from jump this is not what you expect i know that there's a, a shtick to this um we're subverting your expectations right from the get-go strap in baby mm -hmm. and we're, just the, we're not going to kill or or fridge the, the one female character this time everything's different <laughs> everything <laughs> are, are you ready can you handle are you it? ready can you handle <laughs> and just the visual of someone being like stuck in a box that's slowly filling up with like a thick opaque gas that that's a visually striking image yeah, yeah. it's scary yeah. and it's obviously um flipped at the end where solomon has a taste of his own medicine he's doing the same thing ethan's doing he's pounding on the glass ineffectually all that stuff is good um but yeah then it cuts to alec baldwin who is the director of the cia hunley mr hunley to you uh <laughs> and he has brant who's representing uh, IMF on trial, right? Mm. I guess with like fucking Congress or something. Uh, and there's some- Security Council. References to other movies that we've seen in the past few weeks. We've been talking about all the stunts that they've pulled and how, in uh, and, and Hunley's estimation, or even the director, the Congress guy, uh, it's luck, not skill in yeah, most of these your, instances. Your methods are indistinguishable by chance and luck. Which is funny and because- today is when your luck runs out. In this movie- we have Ethan Hunt being incredibly lucky because he puts the um, gate profile in. He, he mixes them up accidentally in the water tank and he just has a 50-50 chance. Yeah. It's true. Like that it's a lot of time it's just well, luck. Even, even the, the last movie, most of the reason they succeed is 100% luck. Like the whole sequence in Dubai is just a series of unfortunate events that they happen to scape, scrape by. And then the very end... The, they don't even the the whole thing in India where they're trying to get the access code from the the guy in Mumbai is like off or not because the villain already like beat him to it, right? Yeah, and it's just, it, I can see where someone who's like if your whole thing is regulation and accountability, you would look at this group and be like, I don't know if you guys are like killing it out there. Yeah, and if, the, yeah, if you're removed from what they're doing, you I could see it from an outsider's perspective, it not being the best thing to have. Absolutely. And every time they ask a question, like you said earlier, Brant just responds with, I can neither confirm nor deny because uh, without direct approval from the secretary. And so they want IMF to have some oversight, but there is no secretary because my dude died, Tom Wilkinson. Uh, and so they rule against the IMF in this trial and say, you know what, Hunley, you're right. Shut them down. So Ethan is captured. We cut back to him. Uh, Solomon Lane has captured him. Uh, and they bring in some truth juice. Truth and, juice. But there's a key to his bonds. A rabbit's foot. Clipped to what? Yes. 
Is that a reference to the uh, unnamed device of Mission Impossible 3? Or is I, that a reference to the luck that they're referring to in the trial? I'm sure there's, I'm sure yes, both. Yeah. Because I thought it was a joke about how, remember that magical thing that nobody, we never knew what it was. Yeah, no one knows what the rabbit's foot is. I thought it was fun. Uh, but oh my God, it's Rebecca Ferguson. And I got to tell you, if I was Ethan in this situation, as soon as she turned around, I'd been like, I'll tell you anything. What's up? Ask- I, I did it. <laughs> I didn't ask you. I did it. Like Ethan just looks at her and goes, step on me. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> just kidding. I totally get it. Mommy. Because uh, she takes her shoes off, too. And he's like, oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk. Uh, it's a, a bunch horny of, jail with you. A bunch of other dudes walk in, which is fucking lame. Um and they, they're talking oh, in Swedish. Oh, what do they call me? They call me the Bone Doctor. So it's because I torture people. It's not because I'm a, my dick. <laughs> yeah, I don't doctor your bone. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, what's up, Doctor Bone? That's what I would have called him. I call him Bone Daddy, bone Daddy. at a certain point throughout my notes. Hey, bone Daddy. Yeah, from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it only occurred to me about halfway through the movie though, because uh, they keep calling him that like unironically. I'm like, stop. <laughs> he has a name like <laughs> and they talk to uh ilsa faust rebecca ferguson's character and in swedish but they're like i don't know what he sees in you talking about lane because lane is giving her frequent allowances right and we find out at the end he knows full well that she's a double triple agent he's still utilizing her right mm-hmm. for human nature reasons that's his favorite weapon mm-hmm. human, human nature, nature. Uh, and then Ethan says, nice shoes, but he's not talking to the bone doctor. He's talking to her. He's flirting with her. And I get it. Even in the midst of all this, he can't help it. Mm-hmm. What's up? <laughs> um, she grabs the key, the rabbit's foot knock. Uh, and then Ethan seeing that she has it drop kicks the fuck <laughs> out of the bone doctor. out of Yannick. He's going to need a real doctor. And then he, <laughs> he hits a pipe, gets knocked unconscious, unconscious, and uh, the key won't reach. That's an extra bit of tension that I really appreciate because he's like, ah, fuck. Um, and while she's fighting everybody. So he ends up having to do this like oh my pole God. jump thing. I, I know this is a man that's just literally held onto a plane. He's climbed rocks. He's done so many impressive stunts. But when he did that, I think that was the most like, God damn. I wish I had that core strength. Yeah, that was uh, very impressive. Holy shit. Very impressive. So that's like some Cirque du Soleil shit. There's a really great fight scene where Ilsa and Ethan are working together um, and then they escape. But she's like, I can't go with you. I have to stay. Right. Um, and they can't shoot for shit, luckily, because they're just shooting at him down like a straight hallway and they're just hitting the walls and stuff. They're panicking. I get it. He's so fast. Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. They are the worst shots ever, though. But she doesn't tell him anything about why she helped him, who she is. He's just like, I love you. Um and then we cut to Brant, who gets a phone call from Ethan. Go secure. Because there's like an app on his phone. London is compromised. Yep. The, the record store lady's dead. I know it sucks because she was super sweet. Uh, the syndicate is real. And he's like, Ethan, stop, stop. I don't care anymore. There's no more IMF. I just bought, I'm a barista now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally in between my Uber deliveries. Right, man? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to order some dude's nachos and take it to him. I'm making ends meet, man. What are you talking I don't care. about? Focus on the bone doctor. <laughs> what the who? Dr. Oh, bone. What? I don't want to hear about Dr. Bone. Uh, and then Hunley accosts Brent and he's like, look, man, I'm finna get Ethan Hunt. Okay. And he's like, I bet you won't. He's like, I bet I will. <laughs> I bet you won't. This is Ethan Hunt's last day as a free man. Six months later. That wrecks. 
But it's such a good joke. It's such a good joke because it's Alec Baldwin. He's dead serious. Like this is, and he's, of course, he has to talk like he's kind of whispering. But this is Ethan Hunt's last day as a free man. Six months later, and it's great too because I mean he is not a nobody. He's that's the CIA we're talking about, right? That's yeah. how good the IMF is. Ethan is just clowning the CIA he for is him. six months. He is him. He is him. Uh, Ethan's got a full-ass beard and hella stacks. It's just got different currencies stacked on a table. Hunley's got a chubby for Hunt, okay? He's on a hunt, and he's he's wanting it. I call him my white whale. And he said he thinks he's <laughs> he thinks he's finally got him, and it's kind of set up to where it tricks you into thinking that they're right outside Ethan's send, door. Send the polo brigade in. Did you yeah. notice like all the dudes that work for the CIA are just wearing like brightly colored polos underneath? Got to Kevlar. Yeah, man. <laughs> Gonna have the collar poking out to look cool. That way you can pop it yep. after a successful mish. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and Brant's sweating because he's like, "Oh man, maybe they are about to get Ethan." Oh no. Uh, but he's not there. He's in Paris. I know because there's an Eiffel Tower outside, and that's how you tell people in cinematic language that you're in Paris. Oh, I thought it was at King's Island. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. He could also be there. Um, and Ethan's been conspiracy theorying because he's got like pictures and yarn up all over his old house where they're looking right now. Uh, look at the North Wall. Uh, and it's the syndicate, right? Cut to Benji, who's playing Halo 3, which is a weird plug. He's playing Halo 3 on a PS4 controller. Which, why did they? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was definitely a Sony controller that he's playing really? Halo 3 with. Yeah. Maybe that's supposed to show that he can hotwire anything. That's true. Benji's just very talented. He's like, I, I just prefer the PlayStation I like the grip. controller. I like the grip better, the triggers. Yeah. Reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. We used to play with my zombie friend. Uh, why did Halo 3 pay like 100 grand to have them like zoom in on the Halo 3 cover here? Because like you already understood from the scene video game, but then they're like, Zoomed in on the drawer as he's closing it. It's like Halo 3. So it was definitely Halo. I don't know if it makes sense to be Halo 3. I swear to God it said 3. Because I think Halo 3 came out in like 2007. Halo 3 is way older than this movie. I don't know, man. It's Halo like, 3. I swear to God it said 3. Because there, there are other Halo games that it could be. Let me see what the Halo release date is. Yeah, Halo 3 came out September 25th, 2007. A full eight oh, he's years playing, before this. He's playing Halo 5. Oh, okay. I just Googled it. Sorry. Okay. I, sw I, sw I took the Lord's name in vain like three times too. And I was just wrong. <laughs> Fives do look like threes That's, at a glance. Especially in that font. And I was eating cookie dough ice cream last night when I was watching this. Oh, you got a cookie brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You got, <laughs> you got cookie brain. I, I get it. That's why we made a monster out of one guy. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Have you ever, you know, you know the app Waze? Yes. So oh, you, there's a cookie monster audio file. Yeah. There's a cookie monster directional person. It's. <laughs> I think you've told oh me about this before. God. You love it so much. I love it so much. Cause it's just a crazy person. Like turn right at the road. <laughs> and then like, sometimes it'll alert you if there are police up ahead. It's like police up ahead. Do you think they have cookie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like replace the word cookie with heroin. And it's just a, dr a drug addict yes. yelling at you and giving you directions. I love it. I'm not, I'm not used to that at all. Um, <laughs> but Benji gets uh, tickets to the Vienna opera in the mail. And he thinks he's really won a contest. Um, My boy loves the opera. Yeah. He's a sophisticated man. And then they call Ethan in. It's that time of the week. Benji. To the main office where they give him a polygraph test and ask him a bunch of questions about Ethan. He's getting sick of it. Uh, See, I owe that man nothing. I don't know. He's taking up scrapbooking. Because um, <laughs> yeah, they show him all the stuff that he found. 
they found. Yeah, these are room. highly classified materials of like ex agents that have either died or have been uh, whatever. Yeah, Hunley's and, convinced he's like killing these men. Yeah, and he's like, "How did he get all these files on these agents? Are you the one supplying this information to him?" And Benji's like, "Fuck off! No, I hate." And he's it. really not. I hate Ethan Hunt now. Yeah, you think we're friends? We're not friends. But then I love how they show um, the the lie detector polygraph waves as being the truth. It has just this little flutter it's got of truth, a little flutter of lie in it. Yeah, yeah, because he does love Ethan. Yeah, that is his friend. Uh, cut to Vienna, Austria, because he angrily decides he's going to go. It's like when your job pisses you off and you got PTO and tickets to the opera, you're definitely gone. Mm -hmm. uh, so he flies out to Vienna and Benji gets a folder handed to him, handed to him by a uh, rando at the train station, all sneaky like. And inside is a phone, I believe. And he gets a call from Ethan. Uh, Special and, glasses. And a photo of the shooting man, which we find out is Solomon Lane. And there's a, he's like, oh, Ethan, I can't even talk to you. No way. But I'm so glad you're calling at the same time because he misses this stuff. He's a field agent, yeah. right? Miss me, Benji? You want drama? Go to the opera. I love that transition where like the bus drives by right as he says that. And then you see like the beautiful Vienna op opera there. I think that's just incredible. Um, and he says, nice tux when he's on the phone with, he, uh, with uh, Benji. <laughs> yeah, he looks really like, where is he? He's, he's looking at he, me. You see me. He's doing the same uh, thing he does to his wife. I hate this. I hate it so much. Why are you <laughs> creeping on me too? <laughs> but yeah, Benji's like, oh, that was the chancellor of Austria is going to be here. Does that have anything to do with what we're doing here, Ethan? Just trying to track a dude that's been committing terrorist activities with that you've been tracking, and also the Chancellor of Austria is here too. Right? Coincidence? Mm -mm. Uh, Benji, you think it's not? Uh, he's too smart. Uh, there's a guy. It, the camera shows a guy who has a suspicious-looking oboe. Uh, <laughs> I think oh it, no! I, I think it's an <laughs> oboe. I think it's an oboe. I could be wrong. I'm sure you're right. And streaming things pod at gmail.com. Uh, and then like the digital key thing was cool. I really like that. Oh yeah. I like that a lot too. But Ethan's prowling the opera. Benji spots the shady oboe man. Uh, I love Benji's like fake laptop. Yeah. Where it's like a book. You just Very open cool. up and then the letters like disappear and it becomes like the laptop screen. Like I was, that was cool. It's like the coolest Kindle of all time. Yeah. How cool would that be? If they made a Kindle that was like opened like a book, I would use it. It's called cool Kindle with a K. Really? No, I'm saying it's like they should make oh. that and it would be called cool Kindle with a K. I'm so sorry. You just legitimately got super disappointed. I was about to Amazon that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like if I just felt like I was reading a book, I could use it so much more often. Uh, but yeah, there's a, it's a, it's a long sequence that I love this opera scene. Ethan immediately, when he sees Oboe man, he does parkour, parkour, jumps on the ropes in the pillar and like, he's so effortless with it. Um, but then there's a woman in a yellow dress and she's also on the prowl and she also has a sneaky gun. Ah, ah, it's Rebecca Ferguson uh, looking incredible. And, and she's rocking that dress. It's an Oboe gun. Oh no. I knew it was a suspicious Oboe, but now it's an Oboe gun. Uh, and there's a, a note circled on her sheet music, which I thought was very cool. That's the, that's the time when we have to shoot the man. Yeah. When the, when the opera singer hits the big note, that's when you shoot the guy. I believe I that's a whole hide, note to hide the, the sound of the gun. I assume. Uh, I, Cause, I, cause I no thought one, so. Yes. Cause no one in the audience is aware that the guy was shot. Yeah. They're very l not loud. The oboe guns. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it'd be great if like the set, the gun actually was like, like it's, <laughs> it's like the note yeah, it was to, straight in. It was in harmony with the singer. Yeah. You have to make sure you hit it so that the oboe player in the, in the pit is actually playing that same note. So people are like, wow, 
That guy sounds like three oboes. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Finn to be in the pit. Uh, <laughs> Get in the pit. Benji accidentally raises the thing that Tom uh, Ethan's using to sneak up on the oboe guy because uh, he like hits the computer in frustration. It's really funny. Uh, so he's like making it harder for Ethan. And then Ethan like confronts the guy, jumps on him, they wrestle, and then they stand up eye to eye. Except that the guy is like two feet Super taller tall. yeah. <laughs> and Ethan starts to look concerned as the guy keeps going. It's hilarious. Um, and he's got like a little camera in his eye. So you could, it cuts to Solomon Lane, who's looking at Ethan on his phone. And he, but he knew he knew he'd be there. He knew he'd be he's there. like, what's up? You shaved your mm, beard. Human nature. Mm, I like the beard. Uh, there's another <laughs> there's another creep, a third creep with a baton gun. Uh, and I'm calling him Striker from here on out. Striker from Mortal Kombat? Yes. Hell yeah. Because he's like a police guy. Striker. Uh, and Does then, a little like baton twirl, then shoots. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, exactly. His, little, uh, his animation in the game. Uh, yeah. So Ethan throws the guy off, kills him. Uh, after a long, Does he get like impaled on part of the. It set? never cut to it, but I think you were. It very pointedly, pointedly showed that spike, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, but they never show him actually hit it. They didn't want that R rating. Those poor stage hands are going to have quite the the shot. Mess to clean up. Yeah. yeah. Someone shot the chancer that's crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cleaning that up. <laughs> Uh, and then Ethan grabs the oboe, sees a woman who also has a sneaky looking gun pointed at the same guy, sees Stryker. Uh-oh, 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 what do I do? I can't, I only got one bullet. Fuck, I got to curve the bullet. No, wait, that movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah, wait, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> so Wanted. He, he decides to shoot the man, the actual target, in a way that'll like alert all of his guards and get him out of the, uh, yeah, the line he, of sight. He, he, he wings him. He like Beow. grazes his arm. Yeah. He's so a good he, shot. So he gets him out of the line of sight from the other two assassins. And the way the way he figured out how that oboe gun worked so quickly, love that man. I, I, w- I would have spent a good solid half hour trying to figure out, like, where does the bullet go? Which... I would have never known it was a gun. I'm like, what was he going to do with this oboe? Why do I do a B flat? I love Jeff Rotol. That's what I would have said. Sitting on a park bench. <laughs> Why don't you say it like Sean Connery? <laughs> Kiki, my tits are back. Benji goes for Stryker, has a tussle. Uh, he's about to lose. And then uh, Ilsa saves Benji. She shoots Stryker in the back. But he thinks she shot at him and he got lucky. Yeah. Uh, she panics, takes off. Ethan goes to her. He's like, I got a way out. And she's like, all right, let's do it. Let's let's go. <laughs> shoes, please. They run along the roof. Yeah, slide. Uh, they, hold my shoes. Uh, they slide down a rope. And it's a funny sequence where the flag pole that h- held them falls right after they get off the rope because it looks sus to begin with. We're like, yeah. well, we have no choice. Uh, he's like, oh, they shrug. Oh, well. And but there was a bomb in the Austrian chancellor's car. It's so he, terrible. He got blown up anyway. He got triple assassinated. No, quadruple. Solomon Lane is all about those redundancies. Redundancies. Double redundancy. My favorite weapon is human nature, but my second favorite weapon is bombs. My third? Is that your Solomon Lane? (laughs) Guns shaped like oboes. Ethan Hunt. (laughs) Ethan Hunt. I'm going to get you. I'm an (laughs) anti-IMF. I tell you what. I'm an expert in human nature, tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) It's my Hank Hill Lane. In fact... More people died because Ethan tried to save him, if you think about it, because there was the other people in the car this time. Oh, yeah. His guards and the driver and his wife. Yes. Very sad. Yeah, very Could sad. have just been him. But no. Had to get involved, Ethan. Tisk tisk. 
she tried to shoot me. That's what Benji says about Ilsa Faust. Uh, and we find out she is British intelligence because they're all three in the car together, right? And this was just a test. She's like, yes, I'm British intelligence. Yeah, I let you go. So now I'm kind of in the doghouse. Yes. And this is my test. I was going to shoot the chancellor and that would get me in the good graces of Solomon Lane again. She's deep undercover for British intelligence. Deep, deep, deep. They have a tail. They find out, though, while they're having this discussion. And he takes, like, her lipstick from her, and he's searching her. He takes her, like, hair clip. Um, she's like, no, you have to let me go. I have to make it look like an escape so I can stay with them. You have everything you need. Come find me. And she jumps out of the car. They pick her up. He takes off, right? Cut to Hunley ranting about Benji at the opera because there's chaos there, right? After the, at this point, like, there's a bunch yeah. of shooting, explosions and, and shootings. We and let like, Bungie go. It's 12 hours later. He's there. <laughs> And the chancellor's killed, and now he's on the lamb. Kawinky dink? I think not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now, so he, we're gonna, now Ethan Hunt is shoot to kill. He ups it to shoot to kill. Yep. Ethan is using old IMF stuff, and like you can tell because instead of using the retinal scanner from the train, it looks exactly like the one from the train and wrote and Ghost Protocol, but he just like hot wires the back and opens up like this boat with all this cool toys and computers and stuff. Uh, Benji sees a mask thing, and he's like, oh. In which I thought was a really cool little Easter egg because he gets excited as soon as he sees it. Benji wants to wear a mask so bad. So bad. I can't wait for the day Benji finally gets to wear a mask. I know. We get like a dream sequence where he gets to wear one for a second. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, Ethan wants uh, wants him to snitch on him. He's like, go back, tell him I shot the chancellor and all this shit. And he's like, what? That's like worse than the truth. Um He's like, nah, it's all links in a chain, a rogue nation, an anti-IMF, which I thought was, because it reminded me of Anti-God, the first Benji speech. Anti-God. But it also reminded me of how they always just make a point to say the like vague sounding title in a cool way. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. Rogue nation, baby. It's a rogue nation. So Benji is like pissed at him. He's like, no, I'm going to stay. I'm going to help you. I'm your fucking friend. I'm a field agent. I do this. I'm a big boy. I love this scene. Benji finally like stands up to Ethan yeah. and he's like, no, you're my friend. You brought me out here because I'm good at my job. Let me help you and be good at my job. And Ethan's like, okay. Yeah. The awkward bit where Benji's like, I didn't think you'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually kind of want to go home. <laughs> I was hoping you would tell me off. You were supposed to double down. I could go be safe and not feel bad. Oh, well, I guess I'm here. Uh, and then I love that because uh, I didn't even get it. And I've seen this movie before, but he was like, so how are we going to find Ilsa? And he's like, she said we had everything we need. The lipstick, which is a flash drive. A, fl- a flash drive. Because he's not the tech guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Ethan, that's called a flash drive. He still calls it a thumb drive, you know. Uh, uh, Bone Doctor answers the door for Ilsa. Bone Daddy's back. Uh, and then she takes down the grabby man because he grabs her and pulls a gun out. And she's like, I love that, how smooth it is. And her like that that's her move to use because she's smaller than most of her assailants. Yeah. But she has this like leg, neck, swoopy move. So it's like a little like a Rey Mysterio hurricane runner. Yeah. Yes. A little Frankensteiner action. You know what I'm saying? I love that you've managed to pull wrestling out of both of our movies today. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do it on the third one? Find out. We'll find out on Fifth Element, baby. Um, And they're upset with her. Solomon says twice now. I don't know how to do it. Drive now, you've let Ethan Hunt slip away. <laughs> and she's like, she 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 pulls this hoe card, as they say. Uh, <laughs> she says, <laughs> trust me or kill me, but do it yourself like a man. And then throws her gun on the desk that she took from the dude. But like in a rude way, it breaks his stuff. He's looking at, I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a Lego set he's been working on all day. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on that. I lost all the pieces. I see every time I try Sean Harris, 
I get uh, Severus Snape at best. Mm. Obviously. Obviously. He's in the hunt. <laughs> I'm trying to build the Avengers Tower. I'm trying. Now I'm going to do a robot. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm... Yeah, he, he just shoots the guard that she got the gun off of. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, like he didn't have a shit to do with it. What, what? If I was the other guy that's in that room, like Bone Daddy or whatever, I'd be like, I quit. You clearly have no value yeah, for your like, workforce. Yeah, she's obviously double crossing you, and, and Ted over there has been working for mm. you for four years without Jeez. incident. She's hot. <laughs> Did you see that yellow dress she had on? <laughs> Ted couldn't fucking pull that off. Yeah, yeah, I tried. I dressed him like that when she <laughs> left. He looked terrible. Um, but you know who doesn't look terrible? Our patrons. Our patrons. <laughs> That's right. They are so fly and super good looking. Let's shout them out. How about we do Let's that? Let's do that. We love those people. Thank you to Chester Copperpot, Stanton Valentino, Svento7, Pills Baby, Jay Scramo, a.k.a. Ashley Ray, Alan Tomlinson, Wendy O'Loughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Alexis Adler, Thomas, Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Amanda King, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, JJ Clinch Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Chloe, uh, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki mm. Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey, Jeanette Murphy, I can't talk, J, uh, Casey McCain, and Enza. Guys, next week we're going to start reading off July's patrons, so get ready for that. Yeah, prep yourselves. <laughs> yeah, prep yourselves. I'm going to stumble over more words. Are there new names that I can't pronounce? There are. Find out next time. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices. The path forward is not always clear. Like you never know. Sometimes I used to sell cars for a living and I hated that job, but I made good money. I was able to buy a house. I was gone from my family all the time. I would podcast whenever I could. I didn't get to see many movies. I worked every Thursday night. It was terrible, but I was like, I got to do this. I got stuck in the middle class grind where I was like, hey, this is what's right for my family. Me to be miserable. We feel like we're stuck. We don't know what to do. So whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, sometimes in a relationship or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything else. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And like I said, I had to have a lot of practice and it was talking through that stuff with someone else that helped me. And that's why you could find a therapist using BetterHelp that meshes with your values and the way that you see life in that perspective and they can talk you through in a way that you find valuable and that you understand. So you can do it entirely online, get matched with a therapist like this that you enjoy, that you find value in. And if you find that it's not working, you can switch at any time. It's extremely easy to switch it. So just think about that. Think about how close you are to finding a therapist to better your entire life. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. So Ilsa tells him like, look, Give me another chance. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna get Ethan, right? She, he's like, okay, how are you going to find him? And she said, he'll find me. I've seen to that. And so it kind of leaves you unaware as to her allegiance because you could go either way if you're a first-time watcher of this movie yeah, at this point in the movie. Whose side is she really on? And I like that. I like that. Uh, but no, it cuts to Morocco. That's where they are. And Ethan loves Morocco. Casablanca. Because he like smiles when he finds out. I don't know why. It's like that scene of him like, Morocco. 
Mm. Good mm. times I've had there. Love that movie. Cut to Casablanca. Uh, there's a lipstick kiss on the door, which is such a great touch because she left him with a lipstick clue. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. mm. uh, and then it's her. Also, she wants to kiss him. She does. She's the Lord of Kisses. She uh, She's practicing holding her breath in the pool, but she only made it to a minute and 56 seconds. Uh, Ethan grabs her a towel. And there's more like... Um, Male gazy eye candy in this movie than than we've seen. Yeah, in the last couple, I wouldn't since two. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, there's a pretty egregious one like later on. Yeah, why does she get naked after she rec rescues Ethan and before she double crosses Benji? Yeah, but hey, ah well. Literally, there was a butt in that scene. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> ah well. Uh, Ilsa is practicing holding her breath, and then Ethan gives her a towel. Um, at this point, Luther arrives to Brant, cut to Brant's side, uh, and he's like, look, we got to find Ethan and Benji because they got the special activities division, and it's going to kill him. They're going to kill him, and, and and Luther doesn't know if he trusts He's like, Brandt. I don't fucking know you, dude. I don't know you. <laughs> if I have one second of doubt which side you're on. I wasn't in that movie, Brant. I don't know you. I was there at the end, and you were a clown to me. Yeah. You were a clown to me. <laughs> I know Benji. Yeah. I don't know you or that other girl that's not in this movie. And what he's saying is, you could be using me to help if you find them, and then you're just going to kill them. You know what I mean? Uh, which is fair, right? Uh, and then he says, uh, eventually, Brant convinces him. But he's like, look, if I doubt at any point what side you're on, and just gives him a look. And Brant's like, that's fair. The implication is he's going to kill you, right? I'm going to tickle you. <laughs> you're not going to like it? I know you're very ticklish, Brand. I do know that about mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Famously, they call you Giggle Bits. <laughs> they do. I don't know why. <laughs> Terrible nickname. It's worth a bone daddy. Uh, back to Ilsa. She's saying that his name is Solomon Lane. Uh, he's former British intelligence, uh, and he was the founder of the syndicate, right? She's been undercover in the syndicate for two years. Imagine the things she's had to do crime-wise, to mm. stay undercover. Um, and she doesn't have a hoodie. So now they have to steal... She doesn't have a crime hoodie for those crimes. They don't. Everybody knows it's her. Yeah. They have to steal a computer. Uh, basically, it has files that Brant... Or not Brant, that uh, Lane wants. And But she's like, but it's impossible to take it. And they, Benji and Ethan are just like, is it? Mm. That's kind of our That's forte. That's kind of our bag, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Benji still just wants to wear a mask. So this is where we get the whole fake plan sequence of him wearing the mask. He's so happy. But then we realize because the camera can measure gait, G-A-A-T, or G-A-I-T, it's not going to work. Did you see the really awesome practical shot in the sequence of Benji wearing the mask? So when it does the, the the 360 shot that it always does of them switching into the mask being effective? Well, no, there's a shot where Benji's putting on a mask and the camera kind of rotates around to like in front of a mirror and like Ilsa's leaned up against the mirror. Uh, Ethan's putting the mask on Benji. And then you see like the person that Benji's playing in the reflection. It's actually six people and there's no actual mirror. So you have a different actor playing Benji and a different actor's back playing Ilsa's back reflection. Oh, nice. So it's like, it's kind of what they did in Terminator with uh, Linda Hamilton's twin in the reflection, yes. that, that, that shot. Uh, but yeah, cool, cool mirror well, reflection shot. In three, the best mask in, is in three, when it does Philip Seymour Hoffman becomes Philip Seymour Hoffman from an obvious mask. Yeah. And the way they did it in that movie uh, is it's a 360 shot with a fake cut uh, or hidden cut at the back. Yeah. You know, it just, because it, when it hits that guy's suit, it just goes black for a second and they put a cut there. Yeah. I just think it's really clever how they do that stuff. It's really good. Really and you told good. that story about two 
uh, with Dimitri and all that shit, how it was. Oh, that was like, yeah, very technically like, like they're a, a practical take, shot. Yeah, like yeah. They're in front of green screen and, but they were doing the same acting together, like probably like five feet apart and they were being composited live on top of it. Yeah. Super cool. Very complicated shot. Great filmmaking in this, in these movies. Um, but the Mac, the, the mask is not going to work. Right. So it's the only way to do it. The only way is to like, hold your breath for three minutes, dive through yeah, the, cause, the coolant. Cause they have like a facial recognition software on roids. So it's this like hallway where you know, it, it's like a retinal scanner. It, it checks your face, but then it also can like, it knows how the gate of your walk is. So if you don't like walk exactly like the person down this hallway, get tased. you immediately get caught. Yeah. And so they can't like trick that with their masks and clothes and stuff. It seems dangerous. Like what if you're just going to work and you're like, you got a limp, you've got like a bunion and then like, you're kind of carrying a little bit of extra weight on one foot. Kill him. <laughs> um, so that's why they got to be able to use bunion today. So that's why they have to break into this like, uh, this like data, it's a, this it's data, data bank, server, this yeah. data server that's in like a liquid coolant uh, tank. I don't know, tank or something, and they have to literally swap out the profiles so that when Benji does walk in, he matches that profile and he won't get get uh, uh, carded. Exactly right. That's why she was practicing. So it's like a cool. Inter- like he doesn't reference it again, but that's why she was doing the breath thing. You have to be able to hold your breath for three minutes. Yeah, and Benji, but Benji's like, don't worry about him. He can easily do that. This, this is, is Ethan Hunt. This is no, and Ethan's like looking concerned. Like, I don't want to do that at all. I don't, I'm never. When's the last time you saw me in water, Benji? Yeah, I was. With, I was down there with Brant. <laughs> How have, do you know I can even swim? There was a flare and some bodies. There's a whole thing. But Luther figures he's got to find Ethan. Oh, he's got to find her to find Ethan. That's his whole plan. Yeah, it's he, a it's a it's a leap in logic, but he's not wrong. I guess the. Well, I guess he knows like Ethan's a G. Like, there's no way I'm going to catch him because he's so goddamn good. But it's like from the detail in the photos. He's like, look at this. That's all he has is these two photos, and he's like, he knows her. Ethan knows this woman. Like they look at the shading. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Let's put extra care and attention into this photo. I like to mention Ethan. It's colored. It's got like crayons. I really wish instead of like a drawing, like a piece of paper, it was just a photo of Ethan's hand and he drew their face on his hand like in form. (laughs) Yeah. Ethan just loves drawing people's faces on his hands. He always draws on his hands. It's the thing I know about Ethan. Uh, Oh, she's disavowed. She's bad news. Bro, you've been disavowed like four times. How dare you? How dare you? Um, Ethan and Ilsa are, are, they float in. Pew, pew, shooting the cameras out. It's really cool. They do this like vaporize window technology trick. I really appreciate. But then Ethan suits up in a suit that has oxygen written on the arm with like a health bar for a video game so that the audience, who's really dumb. She was wearing that when she was testing her breath in the in the first shot when, he came, when she came out of the pool when they first arrived at her house. She was wearing that under one arm. Oh, the oxygen part of it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because she was timing herself. I was going to say, she was definitely in a bikini. (laughs) Yeah, she was. Not the suit. But she had that part on her arm. No, no. You think it's a bikini, but it's really one of those shirts that have a bikini (laughs) and body printed on it. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, so she shuts down the cooling system. um, And and he jumps in. It's a really really crazy shot. It's a really big water tunnel. Yeah. Every time they would it looks sh- really fun. Every time they would show the big wide shot of the big water tunnel, I just th- kept thinking like that looks like the worm from Dune. It does. <laughs> it does. Or like a um a sarlacc, the teeth. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. That's where Boba Fett went, baby. He's oh, in the he, coolest he's chamber. He's going to be slowly digested for a thousand years. Yeah, that's right. But I love that when he jumps in that tube, it looks really fun. But yeah, 
everything's going well so far. Benji's getting in. Everything's working out. He's got like different like unlucky uh, technology thingies. He's in the whirlpool. Ethan is. Ethan's doing his thing. It's shut down. He gets to where he needs to go. But then there's he, like this mechanical arm that's kind of doing spinning. something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's fucking gets hit by it like a dork. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right as he right as he's about to put the profile in. Um, whatever. Uh, but then the system comes back on at full power because the people that were on the other side working there out hacked uh, Ilsa's hack. Right. She can't do anything to stop it. So now he's just fucking running out of breath, spinning and spinning, fighting the current, using more exertion. Well, he was able to swap the the profiles before he got knocked out because Benji's able to walk in. And then as he's like, I'm done, it gets he gets bonked because she just goes in to save him. And Benji's already made it through. No, it's incorrect. Hundred percent. That's what happens. He gets hit by the arm before he swaps the profiles because that's how he gets them mixed up. Well, he gets hit, but he doesn't get knocked out. No, no, no. I just meant he get knocked. Oh, he got, okay. Yeah, he's okay. still swimming around and stuff. Okay. He gets knocked out from lack of oxygen, so he does put the profile in, but he doesn't know if it's the correct one. It's complete luck. It's a fifty-fifty chance. He doesn't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now he's he's it does the job though. Benji walks through. You're right. He passes out. Uh, and we think, oh no, Ethan's dead. Oh right? no, what a what a watery grave for Friendship. our hero. Ethan does drown, technically. Uh, Benji gets the file, right? But then Elsa to the rescue at the last second. It's such an awesome fucking scene. Cause she's like strapped to his back and she's trying to like spin around with the current, but catch the the exit door on the way out, which she when she finally does grab it. The force of even grabbing it opens it the rest of the way and mm-hmm. they just kind of get shot out, which I, I really thought was a neat effect, like the physics of it. Um, and then she happens to have like a, a defibrillator, defibrillator, thank goodness. And he gets a uh, call back to three again as well. It's nice to have a defibrillator because not only is it going to restart his heart, but just in the very rare case, he has a bomb in his brain. It'll neutralize exactly. that as well. Or if you need to maybe kill Benji, but in a safe way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it for that purpose, too. You never too. know. You never know. Um, and then Benji rolls up as soon as he gets... And he's like, was dead for two minutes. So he's the most incapacitated we've ever seen, Ethan. He's like, oh, what? What happened? Yeah. Benji runs around the corner. See? what I tell you? Easy as cake. You know? <laughs> bing, bing, boom. We got it. <laughs> and this time, though, he actually did some really difficult stuff. So to Benji's credit. And, but, ben- and Benji's like, hey... You say, my buddy, Ethan, I misjudged you. You're pretty cool. Your ace is in my book, lady. I know. And she's like, mm, awkward. Mm, well, that's. <laughs> she is cool, though. She's just having like a crisis. You know, she's stuck in a, between a rock and, and a hard place. Uh, but he's like, what are you doing here, Benji? Because Ethan's all like drunk from death. <laughs> and it also looks so regretful. Uh, and I guess because her her like sports bra was wet is why we got the the man gazy scene in this in this scene. Yeah, she takes off her outfit and puts on some sort of out dress. No, it's, it's, like a, a, it's like a biking onesie, right? No, that comes later. In this scene, she puts like a it's like a chic burlap sack with a belt around the oh, midriff. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then she goes outside and puts on her motorcycle outfit. She gets from her friends. Yeah, she's having she's she's pulling a Declan from three and just having all sorts of wardrobe changes. Oh, it's like a J Lo concert in there. <laughs> <laughs> boom, bang, boom, different outfits. Um, that was a deep cut. I don't, does she do music anymore? <laughs> I, I could have picked, picked literally anybody that would have been more relevant T-Swift. for today. Yeah. Yeah. Literally a T-Swift concert locally yesterday. Um, she shocks Benji, takes the flash drive, runs off, right? Her dudes show up. She tells them Ethan's it's dead. It's the bone zones. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got a whole group now. Yeah. 
Um, it's Dr. Bone and his boys. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bone and the boys. <laughs> it's called a soup kitchen. Uh, she, <laughs> she tells him Ethan's dead. And then she like does this spinny move, knocks over all their motorcycles and rolls out because I guess she feels like if they're all dead, well, because at this point she thinks she's done with the syndicate. So it's safe to just kind of piss off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she just has to get away from them. Um, Ethan's all clumsy. He, like, he tries to jump over the car and like falls like it's a slapstick comedy. Ethan, movie. are you OK to drive? You were a minute ago. You were dead. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you mean? You're talking crazy right dead now. dead a minute ago. I'm alive now. What are you talking about? So he chases Ilsa in the BMW down the stairs. Uh, it's a crazy scene. Where he stairs, kinda... stairs, 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 stairs. <laughs> Benji's losing his mind. Uh, all the other motorcycles get back up and they make chase. Ethan and Benji run into like sideswipe Luther and Brant. And he's like, found him. And then and I love how they're trying to do like a Austin 20 Powers. point for a person. Oh, you had to get the four by four. <laughs> do you want me to drive? Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the chase is crazy. And finally, it's, it's really exhilarating. It's a great car chase. But at one point he's in reverse and he's he realizes he's just going to crash the shit out of the car is what he has to do to get away. And he goes, do you have your seatbelt on? And be, you're asking me that, that now? <laughs> So good. But then they have this like insane end over end. Everybody's definitely going to die car wreck. Yeah. Um, but the camera's inside the vehicle, too. It was really and cool. Yeah, you can see them like kind of jostling around yeah. inside there. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I love this this car chase because there's really no music the whole time. Yeah. So it's like it really brings you into it. And when they finally crash, it's yeah, it's a brutal car wreck. It's a brutal car wreck. It is. It's bad. Uh, and then a motorcycle man has Ethan cornered. He really would have died. However, he gets hit by the Jeep driven by Luther and Brant. Just in time. Deus Ex, Luther and Brant. <laughs> and then, uh, I think it's Brant pokes his head in. It might be Luther, but he's like, we good? <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's like, yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we're good. Um, and oh my God, it's the best part because yeah, Ethan's like, yeah, we good. And Benji's like passed out. <laughs> and he's like, kind of, he's upside down, passed out. And then he's like, we good? And Benji, Benji like wakes up. He's like, ah! Look out! (laughs) (laughs) He comes to. And then Ethan just watches Elsa. uh, Elsa. It's not frozen. Ilsa. Let it go, man. (laughs) He watches Ilsa right off. uh, And then Ethan takes off on the the cycle that he stole from the guy. guy Ethan, no! Um, And my notes are, I'm so fucking high on adrenaline. (laughs) Motorcycles, vroom. (laughs) That was my note. Because, I mean, he's so, like, low to the street. And, like, it's so well shot. It's it's exhilarating. It's great. And and this movie in particular, uh, the audio design is stellar. Yes. All of the guns in this movie sound so crisp and dirty. I love it. Yes. And and that translates to the motorcycles as well. The sound design is great in this movie. Best so far. It's incredible. Um uh, she ends up making Ethan wreck with her own body because she knows he won't hurt her. Yeah, she gets a little bit ahead of him and then stands in the middle of the road on a, at a corner. So and he's it, like, oh, it's <laughs> shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Gorge. He should have worn a helmet. He, sh- I mean, he should have worn anything other than what he was wearing. There's there's a scene because they're doing those tight turns at high speed and cyclists, you will use their knees to kind of help prop them up. But usually they have like a knee pad or something. But Ethan's not. And there's a scene where you see them all kind of do that. And then when it's Ethan's turn, you see him like put his knee out and it scrapes the ground for a hot second. And you can see him like, ah, no, like he, <laughs> Howie. he, he, re- he recoils and which was nice. I like that small touch. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even catch that. But I don't know how those I didn't know they did that with their knees. Um, and I 
it, it, it's, it's a great scene, but like it could have ended up killing him, which would have been really funny. <laughs> and she's like, and then he just had this horrific motorcycle wreck with no helmet. And she was like, oh, she just like sheepishly took off. Um, I guess I'm joining the syndicate. <laughs> well, no, I mean, British intelligence wouldn't have cared. Um, so Ethan and the gang are sad in a Moroccan bar, which is another wildly good band name. Benji made a copy of the disc, though. Happy with it. Did I make a copy of that disc? <laughs> Come on, I got six copies. Who are we copies. talking to? It's Benji Dunn here. Come on. But Ilsa, cut to her, she gives the ledger to British intelligence. Uh, Atlee, I think, is the head. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it authentic? You're the only person I trust to verify that information. He wants her to go back undercover. And she's like, there's no fucking way. I pissed him off like three times. And he's like, hey, who told you to piss him off the other two times? That was you. Yeah. Sounds like, like a you problem. I couldn't let Ethan die. You definitely could have. I don't even like that guy. Yeah, the Americans think you're a, cons- you're a, you're a rogue assassin. He's really fucking her over in this moment. He is. Yeah, he's... Re- and, and this is great because this is the reason that Solomon Lane is so angry. It's sh- stuff like this, yeah, right? because these governments are treating their spies as expendable things and not And people. other people, making them kill innocent people. It's yeah. just, and who's really right? We're all just convinced we're right. And, and I love that at a certain point, Ilsa starts to be kind of converted, not in a way to... To, to join the syndicate, but in a way that's like, I kind of agree with him. I'm just going to take a different tact with it. I'm just going to let you guys fight it out. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. And this scene is incredible. I mean, there's some great lines. Like, there are no allies in statecraft, Ilsa. Only similar interests. Yeah, and I love when she leaves and he has, he's such a punchable dude because as she's walking away, he's like, happy to know where we stand. Just like, oh, you little shit. Fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's a great scene. Um, and then Luther can't open the disc. It's it's a red box. You remember those old things we used to rent DVDs yes. before Netflix? It's red box. <laughs> it's from 2007. I can only get... There's still some around CVS's. They got an Uwe Boll movie in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can only be opened by the voice activation of the prime minister. Uh, and so then Brant argues with Ethan, because again, that's his role in the crew, is to be like, that's too crazy. We can't do it. We can't, You're going too far. We can't nab the prime minister. No way. Uh, so he wants to we warn. We got to warn the British. You got to warn Britain. The redcoats are coming. I got to say, I don't, I don't know if this is the technically correct way to say this, but something about him saying we got, we, we got to warn the British felt weird. I don't know. I don't know why exactly that line feels the British. It's not canon in America. That line, you know, <laughs> it's, okay, it's the that. opposite. Um, uh, and he, he's like, he, you just wanting to compete with Lane is what he accuses Ethan of in that moment. Is that what you, is that what you think this is? <laughs> Lane's not even on my radar. I don't even know. Who, who are you talking about? You think so little of me. <laughs> Ethan Hunt. I thought we were friends. Yeah, but, Ethan is so hurt by that. Bro. He's offended. Not cool. Uh, we, we've we dated babes together. <laughs> babes. <laughs> she, she goes, Ilsa goes back to Lane, um, and it's not a ledger because he knows what it is. He wants it. He's like, I, I invented that flash drive. And he knows also that she's like a triple agent. The disc, you know, it's like it's, he was using her, right? He knew yeah. that it's still. I up, wanted Ethan Hunt to steal this for me. Yes. He, he's the ultimate chess player. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe backgammon. I don't know. But the disc is empty. And then that's got him angry at her. I'm interested to see what you, who you blame for what happens next. Interesting line. Mm-hmm. Had me curious. Yeah. Piqued my curiosity. Who, who will she blame? What it, is going to happen next? It was deleted by Atlee. 
director Atlee's trying to cover something up. Uh-oh. He had Uh-oh. like a little phone deleted boy. Yeah. Ethan talks to Ilsa again. He goes to meet her. Um, and she's like, Atlee said you'd be cool with it. <laughs> uh, and that's and when they the find whole, out Adley the, deleted it. I love that shot where, like, you see the whole gang's kind of there. Like, Luther's pretending to be on a payphone. Brant is like pretending to be on his phone, and Ben's just standing in the middle of the hallway, like with his arms <laughs> crossed. Like, yep, I'm here too. <laughs> I got my eyes on you. I didn't. I remember you defib me. <laughs> I don't like you, harlot. Um, and then there's like a great conversation, philosophical questions on 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 who to work for, right? Um, it's, I love this conversation, this interaction, but she gives him three options, the three, the two obvious ones. And then option three, come away with me right now. And then Luther's like, Oh shit. There is, this scene has a little bit of, I don't know if slapsticky is the word, but there's like almost this stage comedy aspect to the writing here. Cause it's also saying Salmon Lane thinks this. And then one of the other three who aren't in the conversation is like, she's making a good point. And then. She would go, I have three options to, oh, I can't wait to hear what this is. Yeah. yeah. Run away with me. Oh, dang. <laughs> like the three of them are just they can hear her. She can't hear them. Yeah. But like Ethan, and you got to picture Ethan getting annoyed as shit. Like, like guys, I'm talking. He's I'm got like literal angels and demons on his shoulder. Like, shh. Yeah. Uh, I get it. I could see you not fully buying this interaction, but I think if no, you I, I like it. I yeah. just think it's, it's, You're kinda, right. it's, it's, it's different than what normally happens in this, in these movies. But I do love her option three is like, Hey, come away with me. I think it's faithful to, um, the audience's perceived love of the characters at this point. Yeah. But you're right. Like from an objective, like writing perspective, it's kind of like, hmm, maybe you went a little too. Maybe you didn't murder your darlings in this instance. Is, is ham fisted the right word? I don't know. No, I know what you mean. Hackney. I don't know. It's a little tonally off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't hate it. Like I don't. I'm I don't hate you. it it's, at all. It, it is just totally different than whatever. What anything else happens. I can see the people who hate the Humpty Dumpty line in three. <laughs> not Humpty Dumpty's head on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> not loving uh, this this scene, um, but I like that all the interactions between Elsa and Ethan are great. Um, I love the idea, though. That does Ethan really consider it? Do you think running away with her? Yeah, because he kind of like looks at the mall ceiling or whatever. And I don't think he actually like realistically considers it. I think it's more of like, boy, howdy, that would be nice. Yeah, I think he toys with the idea, though. You know, he likes to imagine that for a second. That's why he takes his time in answering it. But he's like, uh, what about Lane? We got to get him. And she's like, I got a message from Lane. Uh, and then she hands him the phone. But it like delivers a feedback signal to all of his co-agents, all of his buddies, which you can see her surprise too. Like she doesn't know what that was going to do. She thought it was just a phone. Um, and all of a sudden the bone doctor has Benji. He's like, Luther, keep track of Elsa. He's like, got it. Fuck. Where is she immediately? Uh, <laughs> and Lane has a job. Least mobile person of all of us. Keep track of yeah. the most mobile person <laughs> of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't well thought out. Uh, Lane has a job for Ethan. And uh, in order to see Benji again, you've got to, and it's kind of the same plot as three, you know, where there was a, I have a hostage, go steal this thing for me. uh, If you want to see this person released or alive again. Yeah. You you summed it up perfectly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want the disc unlocked by midnight. And uh, (laughs) it's it's this really, the vibes of this moment are like very, we have to steal the declaration of independence. (laughs) Okay. You know, because at this point, Ethan's like, oh, fuck. We have to do it. Yeah. We have to steal the thing for him. This is how we win. 
Yeah. Can't you see it? Can't you? I, can't my, you see it? My notes are. <laughs> can you? Can't you see it? Are you dumb? Are you fucking dumb? Like that's the. <laughs> you know what I mean, Brant? You're an idiot. It's so obvious. Uh, Hunley gets a call from Brant. We're in London. We're at. I'm not going to tell you that. That's on a need to know. I don't want you to kill my friend. So he's very convincing at being the you know a, a rat. Yeah, but you, the the movie really wants you to think that Brant like we we have gone too far. Yeah, I can't. I don't want to be a party to, to kidnapping the, the prime scene. minister. Like this scene is kind of like it could go either way, but they really try to hammer it home with him. Like, what's wrong, Brant? We got the plan all planned out here. You good? Brand. Yeah, I'm good. We do whatever we can for our friends, right? You know, it's just yeah. like this really playing it up. But in, in reality, they know they sent him to go call Hunley. And they're actually just saying, you all right? <laughs> and he's just like got a tummy ache or something. Or maybe um, Branch is like super fucking method. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. When he commits, he commits. Yeah. Like, right? He really believes now that he betrayed them. If that scene went on 30 more seconds, Luther would have been like, you know, you can turn it off, man. Like we know. <laughs> we know you went to call. We yeah, sent we, you to the TARDIS. Uh, we're huge Doctor Who fans. Uh, Benji is with the Bone Daddy and Lane. Hey, Bone Daddy. <laughs> Get him ready. Uh, Hunley arrives uh, to Brant and Hunley immediately goes and tells Atley, even though Brant's like, no, don't do it. Even though that's, in fact, the plan. No. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> <laughs> the prime minister. Uh, so we, we, get, we do get a mask scene. I forgot about this. Um, the prime minister admits that there is a syndicate because it's it's Hunley, it's Brant, it's presumably Atley, and it's the prime minister of Britain. He admits to the existence of the syndicate. Um, the virtual red box is their budget. It's billions of dollars for the syndicate to operate with. Yeah, and like offshore accounts, that's like you can't trace that money back to the prime minister. Yes. And uh, Chief Atley, uh, head of, what is it, MI5 or whatever? MI6. MI6. Uh, was the originator of that idea. And it was supposed to never happen. The, the prime minister shot it down. So he started it secretly and illegally on his own. And then it went turned against him. So he's been trying to cover that yeah, up. Solomon right? was like his dude to help him run it. But Solomon then kind of went rogue. Yes. And so he's been trying to cover up his failure ever since. And then we get a speech from Alec Baldwin that is one of the most laughed at couple of lines in Mission Impossible history. I love it. Is it when it's like how, Hunt, how awesome Ethan Hunt is? Hunt is uniquely trained and highly motivated, a specialist without equal, immune to any countermeasures. There is no secret he cannot extract, no security he cannot breach, no person he cannot become. He has most likely anticipated this very conversation and is waiting to strike in whatever direction we move, sir. Hunt is the living manifestation of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I got chills <laughs> acting that out. You crushed it, man. Can you, I want you to be the new secretary of the IMF. <laughs> I think there's a position open. I love that line. A lot of people make fun of it. Um, at this point, Atlee shoots the prime minister with a dart, but it's Hunt the whole time. He's dun, like, dun, 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 dun. you were talking about me? You forgot to mention my deck. <laughs> what if he said something off color like that? <laughs> uh, you know, I would, I would what stand if he was and just clap. Like, Manifestation of D's, <laughs> something lame. <laughs> but but manifest, the manifestation of manifestation of destiny line is really the only thing in that whole soliloquy. I'm like, okay, that's a little much, man. A little much. Yeah, he's poetic. It's Alec Baldwin though. He's like, I could see Alec Baldwin like, I really have this idea about destiny. I really want to put it in there. Can I talk about always be closing? 
at this point, he's been trying to hunt him down for seven months. And he's like, this guy's fucking, he's the tits. He's like, I don't, I wouldn't say this in front of any of my, the people who work for me. Yeah. Good thing. None of them are here. Brant earmuffs, but he, he, uh, low key <laughs> dead I, ass. I kind of love him. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the vibe. He's I getting. really want Sempe to notice me. Yes. Uh, and then it cuts to the real Atley. Um, who is arriving during this point. And, and by the way, the prime minister is not passing out. It's like a truth serum that they drugged him with. So he amidst everything. Mm, you have uh, a very warm hand. A quote from <laughs> Richard Kipling is the uh, password they need to open the disk drive. You have a very warm hand. He does say that there's a look between Ethan's like, mm. <laughs> it's a great, that's a great gag. Uh, the real Atlee shows up, but they want him to walk in, right? So they're behind the door. They shoot him as well. He confesses and they have this whole ruse designed to where Hunley's the hero. So they kind of get him on their side as well. So now yeah. Hunley knows that the syndicate exists and he's gotten out of this bad uh, British, um, you've said British UK, US relations back hundreds of years to the revolution. <laughs> um and now he's now he's but their he's, friend. He's like he kind of has to be all in because if any if he yes. tells the truth, it's like oh yeah, I helped uh, aided and embedded the prime minister of the UK getting you know tranquilized and you know we stole secrets. So he has to be kind of okay. I'll play along because I'm kind of fucked if I don't. Yes, it's great. It's a great plan. Don't you see? This is how we beat him. Like that's literally Ethan thought of all of this in a moment of stress in a parking garage. <laughs> Can't you see it? It's fucking easy, man. Yeah. I'll wear the mask and be Atley. You, you, know, <laughs> you call Hunley. You're, no. You're Ethan, dumb. I did not see this. It's <laughs> because you're an idiot. You're an idiot, Brant. <laughs> you will never replace me. <laughs> I saw the Born Ultimatum or whatever the fourth one was. Pass. <laughs> Greengrass can kick. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I it's Jason you. Bourne. <laughs> I know how you feel about Greengrass. I hate Paul Greengrass. <laughs> Calls Lane. So they call Lane. I got the disc, right? Mm, really cut it down to the wire, hmm? which is exactly what um, the guy from Davian said. So interesting. Mm -hmm. 2.4 Billy. That's what's on that drive. Ooh, that's a lot of quiche. Ethan quickly scrolls through all of it on his computer and he's like, mm, drills a hole in it, which is funny because there's like a voice there that's like, um, here's instructions on how to open access these files. <laughs> and I was thinking, I don't think that's what the, the instructions said. It I, might be. Yeah. I don't. Step one. Drill a three eighth inch bit into the front. Uh, the loser's a little worried. He's like, hey, man, should we give this to them? Or are we about to unleash a, a terrorist superpower? What happens if you can't make it back? Same thing as the nuclear codes from four, you know, because we actually have to give them this. And he's like, no, I'm going to drill it. I got this. Check this out. Uh, Ethan sees Ilsa out and about. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Well, Ethan, <laughs> no, wait, what are you doing here? I was just stopping by to get a couple. I, I ran into Benji. He's got a bomb on his chest. Uh, yeah, because he's sitting. She's sitting there with Benji as well. He's got an earpiece in. British and, people be crazy. They do be. And one one of those eye cameras. And uh, so it's actually Lane speaking through him. Yeah, Benji is Lane's meat puppet. And basically, the ultimatum is: Ethan and Benji die no matter what. And Ilsa, in fact, is going to have her brains blowed out by the bone doctor when this is over. Mm -hmm. Or everyone in this area can die. It's up to you because there's like ball bearings in the bomb as well. Uh, Ethan's like, mm, option three. How about this? How about this? How about this? <laughs> and this is where the line, human nature, my weapon of choice. And it's so funny. It's cheesy. Human I love nature, it. I my love weapon it. of choice. Because essentially what happens in this scene is Ethan cuts him off, his big villain moment. 
He says, I get it, man. You are a step ahead of us every way. You knew exactly that this right here would happen. So did I, bitch. <laughs> and then, like, that's basically what he says. And that's the rest of the movie, isn't this going, <laughs> bitch? Like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that I thought that I thought that you thought, but I thought of that already. I thought of it already. <laughs> oh, did you think I would think of it already? Well, I done thought more about it. <laughs> I thought other things <laughs> that you didn't think I would think. Yeah, so he destroyed, he memorized all the numbers in his in yes, the account. He, he has an eidetic memory, which I think is new as one of his skills, right? To this extent, for sure. Because, I mean, I can't memorize my own account number. No. Much less However hundreds, many that was. Hundreds. And he just glanced at them, you know? And he knows how much each one is worth. So he's like, how about in a show of good faith, I'll give you $50 million if you let Benji go. Either that or he memorized one. One. And he's a great bluffer. And that's also part of it because he, he kind of says, like, you might think I'm bluffing. But yeah. uh, is it worth the risk yeah. if, if I'm not? Either way, it's destroyed. So, you you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yeah, I'd like, it's all up here, baby. You need me. Yep. Let Benji go. The only way you're going to get all those numbers is if you get the bone doctor to work it out of me. Get, get, get bone daddy to get it from me. <laughs> hey, bone daddy, we need some numbers. So now Lane is like, fuck, you got me. He stops the explosion, lets Benji go, gives Benji the code, who leaves. I love when Benji's like, hey, remember when I told you uh, one day you were going to take it a step too far? This is today. This That's, is me talking, by the way, yeah, not, not him. <laughs> great, great line. And Ilsa's like so turned on in the background. Because <laughs> like Ethan just managed to pull off like the most psychotic one-upper on Lane of all time that she never yeah. saw coming. Yeah. Um, she's just looking at him like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's Ethan Hunt. But yeah, they're like, he's like, kill, kill Isa, uh, Ilsa. We kill need, the woman. We need Ethan alive. And then Ethan starts human shielding her. Yes, which I thought was great. Yeah. And then it's like a human shield gunfight. Um, we we see a qu- quick clip of Branton Luther like building something and like, we're not ready. We'll fucking get ready. You know, and we're like, Ooh, what are they doing? What are they doing over there? They're making the box. Uh, they kill the guys in the tunnel. They kill the other guys and the other guy. And then Ilsa and they're, they're just bulldozing through these jamokes. Yeah. Like, aren't these supposed <laughs> to be super spies as well? Yeah. Nothing super about these spies. Not with Ilsa and, and Ethan working together. No. Uh, and it's Ilsa versus the bone daddy. And he, he he's giving, that's not a knife. Cause she's got this little one. And he's like, ha, we're going to do this. She crushes him in this fight. Beats the dog shit out of him. Seriously. Like she's nicking him left and right. And every time he's like, oh, you might've cut my left arm. I still got this right one. That's just the first oh, wound. You cut my left leg. Oh, I'll just limp and get you. Like come over here. I'll bite your legs off him. And she does her leg swoopy thing on the neck. It's like, yeah. Stabs him like through the aorta. Aorta. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like the noise. Yeah. That's not. My bone. Uh. At first, I thought she just directly stabbed him, like, right on the, <laughs> in the top of I the head. I would have preferred that. I like that when that happens. <laughs> but that's harder to do. Like Starship Troopers. It's harder to break through skull than get up in there. Yeah, your fleshy midriff. Yeah, yeah. Unless your abdomen's rigid, which is not good. It's not healthy. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bone Daddy dead. How about that? But uh, Solomon Lane, he wants to get in on the action. He starts chasing an injured, quote-unquote, Ethan through the streets. Yep, yep. He's lurking. He closes in on Ethan and chases him right into a bulletproof box. Oh, no. <laughs> Meet the IMF. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. This is so cool because, yeah, they they put up the walls of the box one side at a time and the the different members of the team are like they're staring at him on each side of the box. It's, it's like, oh, it's such a satisfying way 
to get the villain. Like, oh, not they they captured him and they outsmarted. And somehow it's even worse for this particular guy. Yes. That they caught him and didn't just kill him like every other villain so far in the franchise. Yes. They put him in a box. He was outsmarted completely. The same way that Ethan was at the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why it's so painful for him. And then Ethan just angrily pushes the box over, slides him right into the back of a truck. They drive off. He looks at Ilsa, you're free now. What are you going to do? She says, I don't know. You know how to find me, mm-hmm. which I assume is Facebook is what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Foursquare. <laughs> Look me up. I, I check in often. So just find out where I'm checking in at. <laughs> do people still use Foursquare? I don't even know. <laughs> Hunley is now saying that the IMF is not to be dissolved. In fact, he said the only reason he ever said it was is part of a ploy scheme. Yeah. yeah. I don't appreciate Congress being used in this way. And he I says, I don't like your methods, sir. Desperate times, desperate, desperate measures, quoting Ethan Hunt from earlier. The manifestation uh, of destiny itself. Said himself. Yes. Uh, Brant once again, can neither confirm nor deny, which is a funny callback yet again. And then Hunley is appointed the new Mr. Secretary of the IMF. Bum, 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 bum. Fallout is the best one next. Yeah, bum, bum. Super excited. Yeah, what a good way to end it. Super excited. Welcome to the IMF, sir. Boom. Bone daddy. Yeah, this movie uh, is a good one. This This is a good one. So I vote our current ranking, starting from best to worst, is three, four, two, no, three, four, one, two. Right? Yes. Three, yeah. four, one, two. I, I vote, I posit, I think you're in agreement. Okay. We go five, three, four, one, two. So Rogue Nation, number one. Correct. Number two, Mission Impossible three. Correct. Number three, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Correct. Number four, Mission Impossible one. Number five, Mission Impossible Dose. Yes. I agree. I think that's <sighs> I think that's the right call. I actually held my breath for a second where you're like <laughs> uh false because so far retroactively we... i'm moving two into the number one position <laughs> and we're putting that rogue nation in last place daddy so we'd have to sit here until like you would what, what would that be called you'd be filibustering if you did that basically oh my god i would i'd bring out like green eggs and ham and read it on a loop because <laughs> at this point we haven't really disagreed hardly except for apparently Surprisingly, yeah you wanted to put Two above one, which oh, I think no, is here's bonkers. The thing. So here's the thing. Again, objectively, one is better than two. Me personally, I get more enjoyment watching two. And I think one. you said as much. Yeah, I did. Which is still bonkers. I'm begging to listen to the show. But it's like you got Jean Renault and you know. Yeah. I just I just don't like the the connective tissue of the first movie. I don't think it works. I think it gels well. And two's just laughably bad, and I laugh at it, and it get, makes me feel better about myself. I was angry. <laughs> but no, this movie in particular, Rogue Nation. <sighs> Dude, now we get to watch Fallout. I'm so excited. I haven't seen Fallout since like 20... 2020, I think, was my last watch. Yeah, it's probably 2019 for me. Dur- when I during the quarantine that I watched it. Yeah, I watched mine before I moved into my first or my, my last house. I was at the apartment in M- Remember, we talked about doing this when Andy was on streaming things mm-hmm. and doing a giant Mission Impossible marathon Way back when we did the Fast and Furious marathon, mm-hmm. because Dead Reckoning was supposed to come out back then. Yeah. It's that's wild. That's how long it's been hel- shelved for. Yes. Yeah. So I've been itching for this for a long time. I'm glad you guys are joining us. Tune in next Monday uh, for, for uh, what's it called? Fallout. <laughs> the one we were just talking just about. Just fucking talking about What was about that it. movie called? Fallout. 
And that day where we're seeing Dead Reckoning, when they're listening to Fallout, right? Yeah, so we, we're kind of changing the schedule uh, a bit next week. So next week, we're going to have Fallout, the Fallout review come out on Monday. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch Fallout that Monday, record about it Tuesday, and our review for Dead Reckoning Part 1 will be what, next Wednesday. And so our week final today, ranking. And our final ranking until Part 2 comes out. Correct. Yes. Final for now. Final for now. Until next week. That's right. So don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you're listening to this. Hopefully it's on Spotify. And uh, email the show at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. You can become a Patreon at, a patron at patreon.com slash streamingthings. Mm-hmm. And uh, follow us on social media. We're on every single social media that you can think of. So Yeah, uh-huh. we also have a website, streamingthingspod.com. That's right. Go That's check right. that out. That's all the time we have for right now. My name is Kit Laser. And I'm Steve. <laughs> this is Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Dun 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 Uh I keep rubbing my goatee on the mic accidentally. I'm sorry. Ew.